The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Buzz Burbank, news and comment. Thursday, July 14th, 2016. From the one-man worldwide newsroom, this is free and independent news, made possible when you support the shows and sponsors at buzzburbank.com. Thank you for joining me today for the best of buzz. I'll be back with fresh news on Monday, July 18th. Until then, Realm Network editor R.J. Diaz has prepared for each day a fresh collection of our favorite stories from recent months. He does a great job. I urge you to listen, and I thank him for it. With all that's going on in our world, and frankly, when doesn't it, this wouldn't seem the best time to be away. But I'm overdue with a visit for family, and I will be back in time to cover both the Republican and Democratic national conventions and what will no doubt be the continuing aftermath of the recent tragedies involving citizens and police. Until then, I hope these stories provide an escape for us all. Prepare yourself for a few smiles as we proudly present the best of buzz. 150 million of us take dietary supplements feeding a multi-billion dollar industry. But now the federal government's going after the makers of dietary supplements and has now filed criminal charges against USP Labs out of Dallas. Executives there now face an 11-count indictment for selling illegal substances, which the government says the executives knew could kill users through liver damage. The Federal Trade Commission is also suing a Florida firm, Sunrise Nutraceuticals, over false claims, including that one of its products was guaranteed to work in overcoming withdrawal from heroin and prescription drugs. The government's also ordering Walmart, Target, Walgreens, and GNC to stop selling certain supplements after tests showed that certain products do not contain the herbal ingredients they claim. With so many of its people starving in poverty, the last thing North Korea needs is a food shortage. It appears the country will have such a shortage this year, partly because of a recent drought that dried up crops. North Korea could buy more food if it hadn't isolated itself so much from the rest of the world and spent so much money on the toys of war. It spent an estimated $1.5 billion on nuclear weapons development and a bit more than that on missiles. That's $3 billion spent on weapons not to be spent on food. And $3 billion would buy enough food to feed 23 million of the country's 25 million people for nearly two years. Analysts say North Korea's government tells its people their safety is threatened by the warmongering U.S. The North Korean government then spends billions on weaponry to convince its people they need that government, despite the lack of food and some basic human rights. They have a poo problem in India. UNICEF, the United Nations Children's Fund, says more than 620 million people in India do not use a toilet. 28 million children in India go to schools that have no toilets. That amounts to more than 65 million kilos of excrement each day in the streets of India. It's a breeding ground for diseases of perhaps epidemic proportions. India does, however, have televisions and movie theaters. And now, UNICEF's office in India has produced a new music video urging viewers to take poo to the loo. 100,000 people have now signed a pledge to urge their government leaders to help end the problem of public defecation. The video features a main character named Mr. Poo. This is a time of great social change in the comic book world. The new Captain America is a black man. The Falcon, a native of Harlem, will take over as Captain America in some comic books out this fall. Marvel made the announcement saying it's about time. It shouldn't be seen as revolutionary, but it still feels exciting. Earlier this week, it was announced on The View that the new Thor is a woman. 
In other comic book news, the carefree Archie you grew up with has been killed while defending a friend who is gay. It's part of the Life with Archie series. But the Archie character lives on as Archie now takes place in parallel universes, one in which he's married to Betty, the other in which he's married to Veronica. They grow up so fast. Shocking news about a breakthrough study of how the media hypes up the results of medical studies. This study of press reports on medical research found overuse of the word breakthrough, along with game changer and cure. School of Medicine researchers at Oregon's Health and Science University say that kind of reporting builds false hope in patients, especially cancer patients. So these researchers are asking the media to be more careful about that and about reporting on new drugs that have changed or saved a few people's lives, or maybe just lab animals' lives. The study found that half the drugs written about in the press have not yet been approved by the FDA, again building up false or at least premature hope. The researchers say patients and their families rely on the media for research and that reporters need to be more careful. Words to remember as we're all still smarting from, your bacon is trying to kill you. I hope this never happens on a flight you or I take on a plane from Tunisia to Edinburgh, Scotland, not a flight we'd likely to be on. A woman started raising a ruckus, forcing the plane to make an unscheduled stop in London where the woman was arrested. But what a show in the meantime. The 48-year-old woman reportedly demanded the crew supply her with cigarettes and a parachute. When they told her to quiet down, she slapped a little girl and then removed her own prosthetic leg and used it to assault the cabin crew. The crew got the leg away from her, but then she started kicking them with her good leg. Ultimately, the crew was able to subdue the woman. One passenger witness says it sounds funny, but it was not a laughing matter at the time. A footnote about Uganda, where homosexuality is illegal and now with harsher penalties, the country has passed another new law. Supporters call it a pornography law, but it's really about what women can and cannot wear. No miniskirts or any other revealing article of clothing. The country's Minister of Ethics and Integrity says revealing clothing makes women a cinema and it forces men to look at them. This new law has led to instances in which men have started openly judging and harassing women who wear clothing they believe to be inappropriate. Ugandan women are not liking the law or the monster it has created. Hundreds of them protested this week outside the country's national theater, where, among other things, you can see cinema. I not only shop Amazon through my website, I'm one of its biggest customers. That's because Amazon has nearly everything I need without ever leaving the house. And I can get nearly everything I order with two-day delivery because I'm also a member of Amazon Prime. There's a link for that on my webpage, too. Being a Prime member means you almost never have to worry about delivery charges. And you get free music streams, free book rentals, and an amazing library of movies and TV shows with new original programming added all the time. Save money by subscribing to get the products you buy regularly. Never run out of the foods, vitamins, cleaning products, and personal care items you might otherwise forget to stock up on. You can save up to 30% on your favorite products by having them sent on a schedule you set and can adjust at will. Support this free newscast and make your own life easier. Shop and bookmark Amazon through buzzburbank.com. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Google Plus at Buzz Burbank and Michael J. Elston. This is the best of Buzz Burbank news and comment on the Realm Network. At the start of the 1980s, I was working the morning shift on a radio station in Philadelphia that had just switched to a format of disco music. When my shift ended at 10, I couldn't wait to get out of there, racing home to watch a new and unusual morning show 
starring David Letterman. By then, I was already acquainted with his humor. In fact, I was acquainted with it before I'd ever heard it. It matched my own sensibilities at the time. It was what I had always felt. I identified with Letterman's attitude, and so did a lot of other people, especially those who worked in radio. Guys who worked the afternoon shift used it to start their days. If you've heard me on other shows, you know I sometimes sound a little bit like Letterman in the way I phrase things. It was never an attempt to copy him. He had simply crystallized for me a method of expression I hadn't been able to crystallize before. He gave me a voice. As for all the original comedy he brought us, there's nothing I can say about that that hasn't already been said. So I'll focus on this. David Letterman also taught us how to deal with adversity. Not only was he there for us after 9-11, he said all the right things. And that might be Letterman's greatest contribution, really, that he knew what to say and how to say it after a mass tragedy, after bypass surgery, and even after a personal scandal. Celebrities, politicians, all of us can learn everything from his instant candor and humility. So in the midst of all the laughs, he also taught us humility. Some of us wouldn't be where we are or who we are without him. But as Dave might say, it ain't like he's dying. Letterman won't be able to stay away from TV even after leaving the late show. He'll be around and he'll still be goofy. So we'll just say goodbye for now and thanks, Dave. You probably won't be seeing President Obama in any more selfies after that last one with Big Poppy. When Red Sox star David Ortiz visited the White House recently, the president proudly joined him for a self-portrait of the two of them. What the president didn't realize, until it was too late, is that Ortiz has a big-money deal with phone maker Samsung. The company immediately retweeted the selfie to its more than 5 million followers, putting the president into what essentially amounted to a commercial for a smartphone. The White House has never allowed the likeness of any president used for commercial purposes, and this White House says it advised this president not to pose for any more selfies just in case. The White House also let Samsung know it isn't happy about the stunt. Ortiz says he took the photo on his own whim and not because Samsung told him to. People have to take driver's ed, at least on some level, before they can get a license to drive. Should people who get married, often raising children, also have to take a test before getting that marriage license? A bill's been proposed in the Colorado legislature that would require couples to take marriage education classes. 10 hours for first-timers, 20 hours for second-timers, 30 hours for third-timers. It's an idea being pushed by a group called Kids Against Divorce, and it hopes to get bills introduced in other states. The group's now gathering signatures to get it onto Colorado's ballot this year. Quoting a woman on her third marriage, This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Marriage is about communication and being ready to commit, and no class is going to teach you that. The trouble started at a wedding reception in Pittsburgh when the groom started flirting with a waitress who is pregnant. Witnesses say the groom was all touchy-feely with the waitress and even tried to get her to drink alcohol despite her pregnancy. When the waitress's boyfriend showed up, that's when things really got ugly. He and the aggressive groom were both arrested along with another guy after what turned into a wedding reception brawl. It's just like the movie Footloose. That's what people were saying on social media after a small-town high school principal canceled this year's homecoming dance. To hear her tell it, this is nothing like the 1984 Kevin Bacon movie in which a city boy moves to a small town that banned both dancing and the rock music that inspires it. In fact, the principal has talked about canceling not just the dance, but school itself. The problem, she says, is twerking. Compared to the dancing and footloose, quoting her, they're not the same at all. Critics say the principal has missed the point of the movie, a metaphor for each generation's fear of the generation that follows. 
The local paper in Bennington, Vermont, was so concerned its readers might not understand twerking it, turned to dance instructors for an explanation. One college choreographer explained it's very much like the way people dance in West Africa, but that to many it looks like people having sex while wearing clothing. The principal wants us to know she doesn't blame the students, she blames the culture. Nevertheless, the dance is canceled, and the principal says if the students don't stop twerking, school will be too. Oh, who are we kidding? It's exactly like Footloose. Guys with performance problems in bed can no longer blame it on the condom. A study just published in the Journal of Sexual Medicine says men who lost physical arousal while using a condom had the same problem even without one. Researchers began their experiments with the notion that maybe the men were right or maybe they were just putting them on wrong. No, found the research, it's not the condom itself, but the psychology connected to the condom or some other situation swirling around in their heads. The study also found that performance problems are more common than they thought, finding that 16% of men under 40 have that problem from time to time. Japan has been rocked by a court ruling that essentially says if you pay your mistress, it isn't adultery. A woman had sued her husband for adultery, accusing him of sleeping with a hostess for more than seven years. She said it had caused emotional stress, and she was asking for $32,000 in compensation. A judge said no, ruling that legally it isn't adultery since the husband was paying the hostess for those seven years of sex. And the court says such an arrangement is strictly business, and unlike adultery, does not harm a marriage. Prostitution, unlike adultery, isn't illegal in Japan. The ruling has set off a round of arguments in Japan's legal community. And finally, I'm not sure why you keep thinking the worst of college marching bands. It hasn't been that long ago. One such band was just trying to form the shape of Star Trek's Enterprise, and everyone thought they'd formed the outline of a massive male appendage. This past weekend, the University of Pennsylvania marching band was simply trying to spell out Pen 15. Specifically, they were trying to form the letters P, E, and N, followed by a space, an apostrophe, and the numerals 1 and 5. But to many in the crowd, and to many who've seen the pictures, they'd swear that 1 is an I and the 5 is an S. And that spells out what other marching bands simply draw in outline form. The band manager swears it spells Pen 15 as intended, but quoting him, the formation may have appeared indistinct due to a lower attendance than expected. Stop it. Why must you always think the worst? I'm Buzz Burbank. Thanks for listening. And thanks for supporting the shows and sponsors at BuzzBurbank.com. I'll be back tomorrow with another Buzz Burbank news and comment. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.